Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Second Take Podcast. This is a how to save episode where we save someone from the terrible life that they're probably leaving because we haven't saved them yet. I'm Zancy Weber. And I'm Sebastian. Alex got married earlier the week, I guess late last week, whatever. He's in wedding mode. Well, I guess marriage mode. And we all know what that means. He's dead. Dead and gone. What? No, it means he's naked in a hotel room somewhere. No, his partner was a praemantis. I sunburned. assume he's headless oh, no, and that's- dead. That's that's pre-wedding. I don't know. Movies haven't taught me this. Yeah. They don't really focus on the good parts of the wedding. No. All right. Anyway. Were there any wacky hijinks? At the wedding itself? Yeah. Um, no hold, one fell into the cake. No one fell into the cake. Hold it with me. I don't want to stall. If I think of anything, I'll just interrupt the episode as, as per usual. You'd better. Yep. All right. Today we are saving. This is actually a really good one. I like this one. This is Rick Moranis. Oh, Rick Moranis. This is someone I have no ill wishes towards and whose career has obviously by choice stalled significantly. Strangely enough, this is the person who you wanted to save instead of Peter McNichol. Yes. Which is the last one that we did. Yep. So go on. What are you going to do with him? What's he going to do? So let's just context. Rick Moranis's wife passed away and he quit acting to raise his children. Is that the, is that the brief version of what happened? Yes, he retired to spend time with his family. I'm not sure of the exact circumstances, tragic or otherwise. Yeah, but whether yeah. it was through divorce or death. Yeah. I know something happened to the, to the wife and he had to quit acting to yes. raise his children pretty much alone in this and case. And he retired from acting. So... Yes. Yeah. But well, his children- live acting. So his last movie was Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves which was in 1997, and a director video. He has done voice work since. Okay. So like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and the Island of Misfit Toys, Miss Spider's Sunny Patch Kids, Brother Bear. Okay, so Brother Bear is the only one I've heard of that's good in this bunch so far. Yeah, good. Um, he did the Brother Bear video game, The Animated Adventures of Bob and Doug McKenzie, and Brother one. Bear 2. Never heard of the sequel. And then... Bob and Doug McKenzie's 2-4 anniversary TV documentary in 2007. So those are his last credits. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, okay, I, I, I've heard good things about Brother Bear. I have not seen it. It's, but a, everything, it's a fine movie. Everything else sounds like trash, though. Well, it's just TV stuff. It's not film. Yeah. Not film stuff. But it sounds like bad TV stuff, you know, like cheap, crappy TV stuff. Sure. Most TV stuff compared to film is cheap and crappy. But like the Island of Misfit Toys sounds like that's, a that's Hallmark the, video. That's the root of the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, like uh, creepy, 
Christmas. Oh, is that like a, is like a, like a spook story? Is no, it? it's not a spook story. Oh. It's just claymation, so it looks weird. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I've seen like the community episode that yes. spoofs it. Okay, yeah. well, that was funny, but I'm sure the movie isn't. <laughs> um, well, this is a unique one because, okay, so he stopped to raise his kids, yeah? Yeah. That's fine. I guarantee in the last 20 years, they are at least 20 years old by this point. Okay, okay. Let's just say he went, look, I've made lots of money. Uh, it was very successful. I don't, I don't need to act anymore. I don't need this. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go spend some time with my family forever, I don't forever think he made more. That much money though, did he? Like, okay, if Robert Downey Jr. after Iron Man two or three was like, I'm done for acting forever, you could be like, yeah, that makes sense. He's like a multi, multi, multi millionaire. But Rick Moranis, while incredible, was probably never that financially successful as an actor. Uh, like Ghostbusters was pretty huge. Yeah, but who so was got Parenthood? The, who do you think got the money the from Flintstones? Ghostbusters? He was Barney Rubble. Yeah, there wasn't Barney Rubble in the sequel, was he? No, because that was after he retired. Was it? I was like, I wasn't sure if he did, they didn't get the main cast back. I'm, I'm also, yeah, I'm also pretty sure John Goodman wasn't. As I'm saying, like <laughs> it was such a but saying it didn't do well enough that they had to recast for the sequel. Um, I just don't think. I mean. Sure, I mean, if he's happy, he's happy. I'm not happy, though. <laughs> I would like some more Rick Moranis. Now, there are obvious roles. If you want to keep him in comedy, which I th- I would love to see him in some more comedies, but I think the the style of comedy has changed so much. It'll be like when you watch a Mike Myers movie these days. Like, they were funny, you know, back in the late 90s, early 90s. But now it's just, he hasn't adapted. Like, with Adam Sandler, very funny when Happy, Happy Gilmore happened. But anything he releases now is just poison because his comedy never matured with him. And I feel like Rick Moranis' comedy is a great little slice of the 80s and 90s. And if you were to bring him into comedy today, it just wouldn't feel right. So, so what would you do with him? I mean, obvious note, he would be a great Norman Bates. But I'm not saying remake Psycho. But I think Again, we should remake Psycho again? We shouldn't, but I'm saying he'd be great for that. <laughs> unsettlingly kind of wholesome but very creepy kind of role. Like, wouldn't he be a great, like, if they were ever to remake, um, like, the Silence of the Lambs, like, Hannibal series, he would be a great lector in that case because I think he can pull off. Oh, I disagree really? heartily. Yeah, I do. But, you know, whatever. You, you don't you, see you him as, have your opinions. Yes. I don't see him. I, I do not see him as a lector. I, he can definitely play creepy. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think he could play, like, uh, menacing, omniscient sort of psychopath. I imagine he's gained psychological weight. manipulator. I imagine he's gained weight since retiring because he's getting older. Because when I imagine like old nineties, yeah, eighties Rick Moranis, I'm thinking like stick man. But I think now if he filled out a little bit more, he might be. You know, I think he could pull off like. Wait, so Lecter has to be fat? Not fat. Is that what you're saying? Lecter has to be not not be a stick man. You pulling up a picture of him? Just I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them are the old. Okay, uh, no, he's not. He's pretty much the same, except a bit older looking. Can I? Can you just turn, me, turn your computer my way? I was going to describe to the audience what I'm seeing. He just looks like an accountant. Yeah, That's what he does. He sure does. Or like a man who's lost God. in the library business section. Kind of like Rick Moranis when he was young. Yep, <laughs> like oh. an accountant. What would you put him in then? If you okay. All right, if we were going to go comedy, I would pair him up with uh, Will Ferrell. All right. Yep. Buddy, a buddy, a buddy comedy. Um, 
two estranged friends from high school, I would either have, well, this is tough. Which one was the bully in high school and which one was the nerd? Because no, you could go this, either this way. It just feels like you're making 21 Jump Street. It's just, this is what you're doing. The you're ner- making 21 it's not Jump a cop Street, film. but like 20 years in the future. It's, n- it's not a cop <laughs> film. It's just a buddy film, but not a buddy cop film. Which one would you make the... the out of Will Ferrell and Rick Moranis, which one would you make the nerd and which one would you make the bully? You in go, high school? You could go either way with them though. No, Rick Moranis is the nerd. No, 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 because look at him now. I reckon he could beat up Will Ferrell. No, absolutely yeah. not. Because he's still five foot six, but, and Will Ferrell is still six foot but ten. Wouldn't that be the joke? Like in high school, he was bullying him, and now out of high school, the nerd is like seven foot tall. Well, I think that you're making the uh, the Incredibles joke, where the tiny little weedy man is like bossing around Mister Incredible. You are like, correct. You I am making that joke, that? but I'm making that joke into a whole movie. All right, you know that one joke is going to run with it for two hours. Yeah, it's three hours. That, that's what made the Incredibles great. That that joke. Yeah. Can I give you my my idea? I would love to hear it. Remake Little Shop of Horrors, the musical. Yeah. But instead of being Seymour, he's playing Mr. Mushnick. Which one was he? Sorry, I he's the owner of the florist shop. Um, okay, yep. Yeah. I thought Seymour owned it. Now I'm thinking back. Okay. Seymour, Seymour was basically adopted by Mr. Mushnick for free labor in, in the shop. And then Seymour gets the plant and he gets really successful. So Mushnick actually makes him a partner and then Seymour feeds him to the plant. I think it's time. I'm not, I'm not against a remake of A Little Shop of Horrors. It's a great musical. It's a great movie musical with Rick Moranis. Um, and yeah, I think, I think we, could, we could see it again with, with, with Rick Moranis as, as Mushnick. Um, and that would be a good reintroduction into movies if he, we wanted to get him in there. And if he just wanted to come back and do one, that would be it. Now, because Alex isn't here, let's just make him, uh, he can own a shoe shop. I was, you know, honestly, a custom painted shoe shop. The worst thing is I was literally thinking shoe shop and I was there about to go. say it. So I guess it's, it must be. Um, You're welcome, Alex. I know they cast John Oliver in this role as um, Zazu in the Lion King <laughs> remake that's coming out, which is a great yeah. bit of casting, but also... That could have been good for Rick as well. He could also be a good Ed. Yeah. Um, the the crazy hyena. Yeah, there's a lot of nice roles, but he's been picking some really nasty character voice work for yeah. some reason. I don't know what he's doing. He could also do... Um, he would also be a great Timon, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you know, honestly, maybe he's like a Tonight Show host. I mean, he's, uh, I think he's been too far maybe. out of the public eye for such, such a long time. But put him on one of them nightly shows where he has to. You know, yeah. you know what he should do, a podcast. Now, you know, Rick, if you're listening to this, give us a call. I'll hook you up. I'll give you a podcast. That would be quite the get. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right. Well, have we saved him? Um, I think so. But I mean, like, isn't retirement a combination of Little Shop of Horrors, Will Ferrell, Tonight Show host? Will Ferrell could play Seymour. No? Can you? No? Okay. Have you you even seen the movie? Yeah. Years ago. Seymour, no. No. Will Ferrell Will Ferrell could play Oren. Which one's Oren? The dentist. Sure. Who would you cast as like modern day Seymour? I don't know. John Oliver. No. (laughs) Stop going for the old people. Jeez. It's so good though. Well, they were talking about redoing it with um with Josh Gad as Seymour. Oh, that's not bad. 
But his Audrey would have been Rebel Wilson, which I vomited at several times. Okay, that's not a great choice. No, it's not a great choice. It's actually a really bad choice. But with Rick Moranis as Mushnik, I would probably still see it. Yeah. Oh, well. You're welcome, Rick. Come back to us. Or don't. Whatever you need. I mean, retirement is the dream, right? Right. So I guess he's won? He he won. He won Hollywood. And now it's time to come back and win again, like Rocky. So you had two retirements, right? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. Or you can email us, because we have one of those things. We are secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash second take. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure, that yeah. one. Or well, Second Take Podcast, you you find it. Yeah. And Twitter, at Second Take TNC. Or we we have an Instagram, funnily enough. Sometimes we post video. No, well, actually, we no videos. No videos of some pictures, yet. though, that are funny. There, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, I got bored. Um, <laughs> really? Also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Second Take. Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as $1 per month, which is 12 bucks a year. And it's pretty, pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively uh, $50 a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Ah, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there for every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a... So please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not allowed to watch any movies unless we're reviewing them. (laughs) And yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to thatsnotkindofproductions.com, which is the mothership for all of of our other podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. (sighs) Ah. And maybe just one day there'll be solo podcasts that we do. That solo you can find podcasts, there. yeah, where we just talk at ourselves. Yeah. Yep. The good. best kind of Fun. podcast, no interruptions, right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of, none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, that's, that's not true. <laughs> that's not how that works. Just because it's you in the room by yourself, Sam, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.